0: I said what you know about it It's the stool, baby Got the mise en place
1: Young yeah, stool, baby And oh. the room a lot
0: You're listening to the stew. My name is Jason Stewart, and this is my food podcast. Say hello, Andre Conaparo. Hello. My brother is not here today because he is working, and that is okay. But he'll be back again one day. All right, peace, Stewie. All right, peace, Stewie. But we have one guest today, Daddy Kev. Say hello.
2: Hello. How you guys doing?
0: Daddy Kev is a uh, is an LA guy, mainly in the music world. Um, <clears throat> is responsible for a party called Low End Theory which is a, uh, a huge underground party here on the east side of L.A. that's been going on for 11 years. Eight and a half years now. Yeah, Eight and, and a, a half, half years. Yeah. I don't know where I got 11. Oh, OG, triple OG. Feels like it. We'll round up to a 10, mm-hmm. um, but it's a really cool party that I've had the pleasure of DJing at a couple times. Some uh, some crazy musical guests have come through there over the years. and. You know Tom York has DJ there a few times, which I'm very sad that I missed. Badu showed up. Badu a few times. yeah, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big radio head and Tom York fan, so every time he's DJ there, and I found out the next day on Pitchfork, I was really hating myself. It was awesome, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> um, But also you are now you are running a studio here in my neighborhood of Atwater Village. And a full, a full studio, mastering and recording and engineering and mixing and all that stuff.
2: Everything, yep. We do it all there.
0: And what, what's the studio called? We'll give it a plug. Cosmic Zoo. Cosmic Zoo. So if you, uh, if you need to record some music or get some music mastered, you are a mastering master.
1: Try to be. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be master of the cosmic universe.
0: Like every mastering engineer, very modest.
1: Just not all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I would like to get into. I've always thought that mastering is like so such an expensive profession to get into. It can be. I I think that I, I mean there's like a lot be.
2: of there's a lot of tools these days that allow you to do it, you know, a lot cheaper than before.
0: Yes. You can uh, definitely download everything illegally if you really want to do it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I can say it's one of those things like uh, you know, like golf or like having a boat or something like that like the you can not just get into it like if you're really gonna do it the right way you have to drop a pretty good amount of coin you can't just be like I I bought a guitar at a pawn shop and I made a song it's like I'm gonna master it and I have to spend 30 grand on a bunch of gear and have my room outfitted with the correct sound dampening devices and buy Swedish reference monitors that cost fifteen thousand (laughs) dollars
1: It's not, I mean,
2: it's not a cheap endeavor, but I mean, it, I think that, I mean, really, I, I'm impressed sometimes by stuff that, you know, people are just doing on laptops, so it's sure. you know, more than ever hey, possible. I try. So I
0: try, man. Thank yeah. you so much, though. I really <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but we're not here to talk about that. We're nope. here to talk about um, your your real main passion in the world, which is sushi and and other Japanese things. Yes. Sushi
2: being very high up on the list.
0: So sushi, um, I've had the pleasure of... It's, it's raw fish. <laughs> For listeners at home who don't For know... For those at home, it's raw fish. Raw fish and rice. Um, but <clears throat> luckily we live in L.A., which could arguably be the best place in America to get sushi.
2: Arguably, yes. I would say yes. Number do you, do one. you think it's number one? Yes. I mean, it has to be either L.A. or New York.
0: I think. Uh, I think at a certain time... New York seemed to be in the lead, but that was a little bit... That was kind of a long time ago. Ten years ago, yep. Yeah, maybe in 80s, 90s, I feel like New York was probably on top in the sushi game just because it was a money thing. Like, if you, if you could afford it, we will order this fish and have it flown in from Japan and sell it to your Wall Street ass for so much money. And now...
1: Expense account, too.
0: <coughs> yeah, but now I think LA has definitely taken over. It seems like it, but um, obviously, there's great sushi all over the country. More. Really? More. Phoenix.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a great uh, dynamite roll at the Detroit airport once. <laughs>
0: there's some um, Salt Lake, there's a decent place in Palm Springs that I've tried, believe it or not.
2: Sure, I mean, I think that it's possible. I mean, there's, I mean, again, you can fly food anywhere, yeah. um, absolutely, but then it comes down to preparation it mm-hmm. comes down to you know it depends what kind of sushi experience you're trying to have i mean sure
0: well the uh, the the sushi experience that you have it seems to be on a higher level from what i've noticed
2: i try to keep it there i mean um it really it comes down to i think just again what you want out of the experience there's the situation where you're going out with friends you're going to go order a bunch of sushi and just kind of sake be a, be bombs, big and, yeah like kind of
0: rounds of Sapporo for everyone exactly
2: i mean there's that approach where it's just more of a traditional dining experience and there's when you're going on when mm-hmm. you're kind of going one-on-one with the chef they're mono trying to
1: y- <laughs> mono.
2: yeah they're trying to read you Ma- trying to read mackerel
1: e y- mackerel yes. this is so
2: awesome <laughs> and just i think too the how it can all make for a really tremendous uh experience you know eating mm-hmm. um what I pay attention to more than ever now is like the ordering, you know, when you're doing an omakase with a really experienced sushi chef, there'll be like a build up and a, and a climax and a mm-hmm. dissolve. The
0: the it. sequence of which mm-hmm. fish comes out at which time, yes. and how much time is spaced in between those pieces of fish that are dropped in front of you. Exactly. A skilled master, not unlike a DJ set.
2: Very similar <clears throat> in that regard, Very yes.
0: and I've I'm, I have definitely experienced that where if you go to a sushi restaurant like the first case scenario where you're like let me get this roll and this roll and this roll and I want a spicy tuna crispy rice and I want a seaweed salad and some miso soup and everything just kind of gets dumped on your table in one big, you know, dragon boat and there's you know 10 pounds of sushi just sitting there and you pick at it. You it, even though it's just a little chunk of fish and a few grains of rice, you get really full. And you just your brain gets cloudy, and you're just eating it. You're like sushi, good, is pretty good. But like, after a while, you're just kind of. Ugh. And then when you when you have a proper omakase meal, you could eat. You can sort of eat it, just so for so long. It's it's like you're kind of. It's like flying a plane. You gotta keep it keep it level. And if if you keep that right pace with the right fish for a long time, you can. I've I've had an omakase meal that you know where it's like you can go hours, and you're you're still salivating, waiting for that next bite to come down, and you eat it, and it's two little pieces, and you savor it, and you're like, holy shit, this is so good. It's like a good album,
2: you know what I mean? It's like you know you're getting tension, no filler, all bangers. Well, you're getting well. I mean, I think you need a little bit of you know, kind of bringing us up, bringing us down, and then the build up. I mean, that to me really. Uh, signifies a, a phenomenal sushi mm-hmm. uh, meal. Uh, I mean, I find it when I go out for sushi with people and if someone immediately starts ordering, you know, calling off the board or calling off the menu, I'm immediately just, you know, kind of burying my head a little bit. You know what I mean? That's just right. not. How you are really supposed to experience sushi?
1: Okay, so, when so you, will you will you ever wear like a fake nose and glasses when you're going out to eat with those kind of people? I feel, I would will feel have like will you like yes. outfits on so no one recognizes you when you're going out with those? Yeah, I wonder if, <laughs> in the amateur hour
2: or if someone's ordering two, you know, pairs. Also, mm. I would
0: say that's oh. inappropriate. so these are so these are these are tells that you're new to the game, or that, yeah, or whatever mm. it is, you know. I see. I see. Okay, so. Ordering in pairs, and not a good look. No. Ca- calling out stuff off the board willy nilly. No. Let me get a onion. Let me get a ma, Let me get an octopus. Yeah, that's that's just
2: really. <clears throat> I mean, you're you're completely. That's like t- going up, you know, kind of DJ you'd walk up to and that takes requests. Mm-hmm. Same mm-hmm. kind of thing.
0: Like you could be doing an all hip hop set and somebody comes up and requests a Britney Spears song. Even if they really like a Britney Spears song, is you're gonna be like, that's not gonna work right now. Do I have something going on.
2: Mm-mm. Right.
0: Yeah, it's like you halfway through an omakase and you just had a Spanish mackerel that was sublime, and then you're like, "Let me uh, let me get some edamames and a Philly roll,
1: and then and then send
0: out the Toro, you know."
1: Dynamite, yeah. We'll start with Toro, finish with Toro, with the backup of Toro. So. And let's talk about
0: Toro.
2: I mean, that's the traditional. I mean, I I, I speak from it. experience. I had to yep. go through an evolution. You know, um, I feel like my sushi connoisseurship had to graduate, you know, certain levels. Mm-hmm. I think when I first got into it, I really, I became fixated on certain types of fish. Toro being amongst them, of course, it's one of the more premium priced ones.
0: You know? Yeah, that's like the Kobe beef of sushi. It's it's like, that's, whether, like, even if you're an amateur, you see Toro like, ooh, that's like the one. Yeah, it's like, like the kind of the, the, the Mercedes the, on the that's lot. That's the aged you know? ribeye. That's, um,
1: for our listeners, that's, that's the fatty part of tuna, the belly. Yes, right. And they, there's a there's a fatty belly, there's a normal belly, there's ranges of Toro. Mm-hmm. Right? But what I realize,
2: and this is just eating, this is eating more in Japan, is how most um, experienced sushi chefs regard that as to be the one of the uh, worst parts of the fish. Yeah, that it's not desirable um, for most mm-hmm. high end sushi folks. You mm-hmm. know, so you might see that as one piece but you're not gonna see like all the variations
1: of toro or right. you might see cat eating it outside the restaurant <laughs> exactly, out of a yes. trash can so, when you're walking up to it I
0: mean yeah I, I could I could see that because much like a like a Kobe beef like I feel like you're eating it and you're pretending like you really love it because you're supposed to like it and you may not understand it but you're also kind of just like chewing on 90% fat with not really anything else going on. It's like eating a raw piece of bacon. You're like, I think this is good. It's good, right? But it's like you
1: mentioned...
2: I think you, it's <clears throat> especially Toro is very... Uh, caters specifically to the American palate. So, mm-hmm. you know, people okay. that like bacon so, and stuff like that, it just... And,
1: and the American buying sentimentality, too, where you mentioned Kobe beef. I mean, you, uh, we're this far away from seeing Kobe beef on McDonald's menu. Yeah. It's everywhere. Is it Kobe beef option or Kurobada pork? And it's not necessarily true Kobe beef, it could be American Kobe beef, it could be nothing even close to Kobe beef. Just like I feel like Toro is ubiquitous on any sushi restaurant menu, like even like California Flying Roll. They'll be like, add two dollars for Toro and you're like, That's not Toro. But then it's just like you see that everywhere as an upsell regardless. And you see it in good Toro in great sushi restaurants too, necessarily not necessarily it's like exclusive. $10 $10 more if you want. gold. It's a mutually exclusive. But, yeah, but when you go to, like, I don't know, a medium, low-grade sushi restaurant in a strip mall, there'll be Toro there, regardless of how good it is or even if it really could be considered that.
2: It's like the signature dish at Sugarfish. Right. You know, which, I mean, to me is like the, kind of the, I don't know if I'd say McDonald's, but more like the... The, the Ruby Fat Tuesdays? Burger, you know, of and sushi. Out? Yeah, and I wouldn't even say it's that good. I mean... Oh, okay. I mean, I just say that... that yeah, I mean, it's just kind of... It's just okay so, you know? so
0: sugar fish well let's let's talk about sugar fish but first let's I want to hear you go a little deeper on Kobe that you're you were about to go
2: oh just about um well about the Toro and stuff like that I mean, no
0: sorry not not Kobe Toro yeah
2: I mean and then also what I've gotten more attuned to is just seasoned fish which kind of goes back to the Edomai style of sushi where they were only able to present Certain you know nigiris that were fish that, that they could preserve that would last outside of a, ref- a refrigerator mm-hmm. over the course of a day, and that includes more fish like uh, like salmon you know like a smoked salmon or things like that mm. or um, things they can salt uh, like a mackerel um, mm. versus you know really colorful. Types of things, super you know bright, I
0: mean? super raw, mm-hmm. fresh from the sea. Mm-hmm. So that so you have been getting more into that style of sushi. Yeah,
2: just and just a, a deeper appreciation for it when it's done correctly. Um, okay. And also too, I feel like there's certain types of fish that almost taste good no matter what. I'll, I'll kind of put salmon in that category. I think that's a really you know it doesn't have to be a high end cut for it to taste good. Right. But trying to go beyond that i mean that that's it's harder for me when i'm judging a sushi restaurant i can't really go by the salmon you know i'm more interested in like how it, how had to do the red snapper or you know how's the uni in this place i mean that's usually mm-hmm. the biggest indicator because that's something that's done wrong 90 percent of the time i mean mm-hmm. right?
1: i don't know yeah i mean you can usually go in and think that a hamburger is probably going to be edible you know what yeah, I mean? Like you, there's yeah, a dish off like the beef. menu. It's yeah, it's like, you know, when you mentioned salmon's it's perfect, it's like decent salmon's always gonna taste pretty good.
0: Yes. A a a cheeseburger from In N Out will be delicious and a sixty aged ribeye from the most expensive butcher will also be delicious. Yes. Just way more. Right. W- what is 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 this form of sushi that you were talking about where it's where it's preserved, is that considered like Kind of the high level advanced version of it? Or is it just one? I'd say one most traditional.
2: Most traditional. So
0: that's like the most traditional for the most serious person to do so?
2: Like at Jiro, that's pretty much what it is. You okay. Know? And it's, I mean, they do some. There was actually, we didn't get salmon at Jiro. That wasn't even on. We'd, I did 15 pieces there, and salmon wasn't one of them.
1: Wow. Just
0: because it wasn't good enough that day or he wasn't feeling like it or just I guess they didn't reason. have
2: a smoked version of it. I think if they were gonna do it it would be smoked and um, So what are it's some just way, not normal.
0: What are ways that that they preserve fish other than smoking something or salting it? They'll do vinegar stuff? Yeah, or? exactly. Yeah, those are probably the three main ways. <clears throat> I don't want to so say, the yep. three main ways and different fish call for different types of preservation
1: depending on what Now speaking of the preservation I have been under the impression that some of the origin of wasabi was to mask some of the flavor of lower quality fish. Um, yes. I don't know if that's true or that's not. That's my understanding but, as well. Yep. And so it still is a part of sushi, but its origin comes from that much like the origin of preserving fish or in these treatments that you're talking about.
2: And traditionally it was only in the sushi. I mean it wasn't like all right. It wasn't served, no, it was slightly
1: rubbed usually underneath, right, between mm-hmm, the fish mm-hmm. and the rice and Mm-hmm. And it helps, you know, that that little day-old piece go a little bit longer. Okay. Let's
0: t- let's talk about when so when you go to a restaurant nowadays, it's pretty much only omakase. We would say for the most part.
2: For me, yeah. If it's serious, if I'm unless he's with, like, hanging a pro,
1: with me, yeah. and <laughs> I'm like dynamite,
0: bing two times. <laughs> All right, we're, I, I want to talk about what happens when you go to omakase. But what would you do if you go to a place and don't do omakase? Like what for somebody like you who's skilled in the world of sushi and if I'm calling it if somebody's listening at home and they may not have access to a really good sushi restaurant that will offer omakase nice. or they can't afford it or whatever, what would you do in that case if if your omakase wings were clipped and you were Forced to uh, to fly on your own. Oh, how, would, I mean, how would you orchestrate
1: that?
2: I'm out the game. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leaving the bat at home. Yeah. I'm not going to swing today. I'm not even going to do yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think.
0: I mean, are you old?
2: well? Here's the thing. I, I in more recent times, I've gained a, a deeper appreciation for fusion sushi. Just kind of like really overdone.
0: For, for example,
2: like uh, Oba, you know, over in Pasadena, just a place that. I mean, like, what would you be not not <laughs> katsuya like styles, you know, like where it's like they it's covered. They bring out it's like baked and covered with, okay. you know, so uh,
1: fusion style, spicy and, like, on crispy rice kind of thing. Spicy mayonnaise and exactly bits. like cream cheese,
2: avocado, you know that so kind of. So you
0: had an appreciate you've gained an appreciation for that sort of.
2: Yeah, because I I was so uh, opposed to it mm-hmm. for, for years, and I just. I just tried to open up a bit more about it, that there can be, you can have still a good experience mm-hmm. right. having, quote, sushi, you know, in that <laughs> instance, but...
0: This makes me feel so sad, because I used to go to Katsuya, and I would be like, top of the world, baby, I've yeah, made it, no, like, no, no, no. doesn't yeah. get better than this. Years like, this. ago when we
1: lived together, you know, I'd yeah. Like, I'd be like, you what, like what's I,
2: your favorite sushi in L.A.?
0: I mean, I feel like my answer doesn't even make sense. And I don't even,
1: I don't even know if I have one. I mean, a lot, I I think, and I, you know, it's a food podcast. All I do is talk about food on this thing. But (laughs) the one place that, um, that I probably lack an appreciation for is sushi. Um, because I I can be a little bit more temperamental about fish. I like milder fish, fattier fish. Um, but usually like to me, I, I never really had an expensive amikase meal. Um, I, anybody out there want to take me out to one absolutely <laughs> but my money will go somewhere else when I'm trying to do something exciting or special for me but I would, like sushi Gen lunch special to me is like a, not an expensive option but like it's very clean always really great fish there's usually a few pieces I may not like as much like mm-hmm. but that would be yeah we're we're like, operating on a, on a lower plane than way you lower plane well no I mean it's all good That's I why mean, was so excited
2: obviously Jen is Gen is quality I mean it's it's not bad no, but no, no. but I feel like when you like when I go to a proper omakase, I mean I just feel different. Yes. Like the feeling is different. You feel like all right, like the world stop for this meal. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the, it's a
1: curated experience. Yeah. It's it's and almost tempo, spiritual. And, yeah, I mean, it's,
2: it it kind of transforms me. I mean, I I'm in a great mood afterwards, and and I just feel like the people that you're with, you feel like all right, we just Experience something yeah. really phenomenal, really yeah. special, and yeah, it's um, like
0: taking a food mushroom trip or something, or it's like going—it's—it's it's really like going on a small vacation. I haven't had very many omakases, and I don't know if I've had one in L.A. Actually, I've been to a couple in San Francisco that I enjoyed really a lot, but you do have a full experience, and I think a lot of it comes from how much money you're spending. Like when you go to a, a bro hangout sushi thing and everyone is, you know ends up paying 50 bucks with beers and house sake, you get, sake and you shit. get full and, and like you know you're you're eating the food but it's kind of part of the party and you you know but like with the omakase like you know the average price of a really good omakase you know you're you know you're going over 100 dollars you're going over 200 dollars like you're getting, you're spending some serious coin so if you're really going to spend that much money. You're gonna turn your phone off. You're gonna not talk about, you know, what you like movies on Netflix or something like that. Like you're there to do work, and like it's like a wine tasting. You're there to study what you're eating and really experience it. It's serious. And I, I, feel mean, like, you, I, feel I mean, I feel like a, a big part of it comes with the financial commitment that you have to make for those of us listening who can't afford to eat. Two hundred dollar meals. Well, yes and no.
2: I mean, there's on the reg. Th- there's a few LA spots. I'll say Cariko on the west side is probably my favorite spot. That's not a crazy omakase. They have a lunch omakase. It's forty bucks, which isn't bad. Okay. It's ten pieces. Phenomenal. Like, and they're going. Big guns, usually.
1: Inside baseball. Okay, West
0: Westside, like Sawtelle area? Yep, Sawtelle, exactly. Okay, so if you live in Los Angeles, Sawtelle, that's like the west side, like Culver City, Santa Monica-ish area. Little Osaka. I want to do that. Little Osaka. So $40, lunch omakase. That's very cheap for an omakase.
2: Yeah, and last year in the LA Weekly, Urasawa got number one again, I believe, and they gave number two to Kariko.
0: Shit. Overall. So a a ten so a ten piece meal and you said some heavy hitters in terms of
2: just quality cuts. Quality really, cuts. Yeah. Really, really nice prime cuts. they they take it really seriously over there too.
0: That's a great tip.
1: That is a that is an entry level price for Yeah, that's the, not that's, that's not that's that's that bad. I mean also think of this
2: I mean this isn't omakase, but uh Yama seafood, which I think might be the hit the best Japanese uh Seafood source in LA, which is kind of, I believe it's Alhambra-ish, kind of the border going to San okay. Gabriel. Yama. Yama. Y-A-M-A. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. Stunning. Um, and you, what? You have to go early too, because sometimes I'll go after work and. You go; they have a huge fridge section that's probably I don't know, forty feet wide. Mm-hmm. Com- I mean, it'll be completely cleared out. There'll be like one or two things left. Oh,
1: so this is it's this like, is a fish, a market? fish market, market,
2: and groceries. So you can Got order it. the cuts right there, and it's without a doubt the best value for high end wow. sushi in Los Angeles, without a doubt. And so, it's high end; everything in there is high end.
0: So it's a it's a grocery and market, and they have a cold case with all the fish, and then. You actually get sushi, or you're just buying pieces
1: of fish? I
2: usually I I do both. I'll buy pieces of fish to do kind of sashimi with, and then I'll get uh, just some pre pre cut uh, rolls.
1: Okay. So you'll take the experience home. You'll cut you'll cut some sashimi for yourself at home. Sashimi, yeah, but not nice. sushi.
2: I know th- I know my limits, you know. Yeah, yeah um, sure. And I, I love Japanese rice though, and I I love uh, trying to get like high end rice uh, from the stores, and I have a really nice rice maker and yeah. but i don't really attempt to do sushi i know what's required to do that for right. real that's so you, 10, you, 20 you years. respect
0: it too much to not even really attempt it
2: no yeah i wouldn't even but
0: care. for sashimi you can buy buy a brick of
1: something that's like french fries you know i mean take, it's just <laughs> right take it home some poppers for the car ride home
0: you can you can cut you can cut up a few rectangles with your knife and it and get it down the throat.
1: He actually usually
2: pre-cuts it for you.
0: Uh, okay, he'll, so, he'll pre-cut all, it for you. Yeah. So I'm assuming, and then when you buy it like that, it's probably more affordable that way.
2: Extremely affordable. I mean, it'd be literally $15 for enough sashimi for like three people, four people. You know, mm. That's
0: great. I like that. Yeah,
2: Fantastic. Without a doubt, that's a sure shot.
0: Okay, so for rice, for you and rice making, oh yeah, I, was, I was wondering how much... You are doing yourself So you you said you won't even attempt to make like nigiri sushi. I
2: won't I mean the Japanese food. I uh, specialize in is um, Okonomiyaki which is the Japanese pancake Mm -hmm. and I make that here because I've never had it in a restaurant here That's proper Tough to find very hard.
0: Please describe this elusive dish. (coughs) I was lucky to to have it in Kobe. Oh wow
2: Fantastic, right? That's amazing. Yeah. It's Best like hangover a, Food in the world. It's a, it's like a savory pancake. So they make it with um, it's made with cabbage mm-hmm. and kind of like pancake mix, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's it's
0: it's kind of sort of similar to like the Korean scallion pancake. It's like a big pancake they and loaded with a bunch of vegetables, maybe some bean sprouts. And you can put you know meat in it. People put uh, pork in it. Is it, is it. rice put,
1: flour based?
0: It is, yes. Okay.
1: Exactly,
2: rice And form.
0: then, yeah, you put whatever meat you want into there.
1: You're, you're putting it into a little soy sauce or some ponzu or... It has a special notches. okonomiyaki sauce Got it. that you okay. kind of cover it with. Squirt mayo all Entered over, over it. It. Yeah, dynamite it up. No, for real. That's oh, what no. we do. There's, there's, there's some... Sweet, there the sweet,
2: some. Uh, the koopy
0: mayo. Yep. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah I thought you were you're taking me for a little smell. No, no, no. Okay. That's true.
0: All right. So, Fantastic. So I make that. Yeah, I make so that. So you make that at home. What's your, what's your number one? What's your, What's your... If you were to make it for guests coming over to impress them, what is your uh, what is your favorite one that you make?
2: Probably scallop and mushroom. Okay.
0: Mm. What kind of mushroom?
2: Uh usually some sort of Japanese mushroom, anything I can kind of find Inoki? that they have.
1: Yep. So when you're making this dish, which sounds amazing, um, <laughs> will you be pickling the vegetables or preparing them in any way? I shred the all dish? the cabbage, yep, and then I Should kind know, of make will a you, mix. Will you soak the cabbage in, like, salt water? Or no, I just kind of do just it pretty pretty quick. Much, it's supposed quick. to be like Got a it. fast food type Got thing. It. So there's, it's not, there's not a lot of preparation involved in the ingredients themselves going into it, other, other than the cutting and the... Yeah, just yeah, cutting. Yeah, it. yeah
0: when, when I had it in in Japan...
1: It it was set up
0: like a Benihana-style table. Oh, nice. So it's like four people and then just a there. flat
2: top. It's like teppanyaki in style. In the middle, yep. yeah,
0: teppanyaki style. And then the grandma comes over with the uh, pitcher full of batter that yep. she mixes. And then she just mixes everything in there on the fly right there and gets two big spatulas and flips it over and cuts. I mean, and then... you. You know, you blink and she's done. It flips a slice behind
1: your ear when you're not looking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Basically. makes a volcano onion, the shrimps and in the then, hat, <sighs> and then the dinner starts. Mm-hmm. You open your shirt pocket and best a, hangover food ever, it. huh? Yeah, it, it was, really is. I mean, it was that's... a great hangover food. Yeah,
0: because it's you know it's it's greasy, it's crunchy, it's but it's also filled with vegetables and seafood, so it's not that bad yeah. for. No, so it, it, it really pleases good. you, and it, I like anything savory, very yeah, savory. I like anything that's covered in in coupé mayonnaise, man. Yeah. It's my favorite mayonnaise. It's so good. Is yeah. it? A, does it look like a white mayonnaise? Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's a white mayonnaise. It's basically a mayonnaise that they add MSG to. Ooh. I believe is pretty much the main difference. Bing bong. And I actually just ordered more of it on Amazon. It should nice. be arriving today. <laughs> well, but it's. Uh, Do you ever go to
2: Amerikai or uh, Mitsua? Yeah. Because they have that stuff there. That's why I usually my I, I grew up in the South Bay, so I go down mm-hmm. and see my mom and. Stop yeah,
0: by. I'm trying to I'm trying to push the. Uh, Explore the world of Japanese mayonnaise more i'm I'm a huge mayonnaise fan, and this mm-hmm. mayonnaise is just like it's the tour
1: of mayonnaise it's the next level <laughs> it's the karaba it's just so much mayonnaise. better it's just it's it is just,
0: it's just, it's just f- imagine mayonnaise that were it tastes just like mayonnaise, but they just took the flavor and they're like we're just going to make it taste ten times better and it's not different at all it's just good ass mayonnaise it's like seasoned properly it's it's hard to explain same consistency sweet yeah, same has color as a sweetness to it Has a little sweetness to little it
1: tang no tang. Tons, tang tons of tang tons of tang all you can handle buddy <laughs> all right i'm in although now we need to get a chemist on to discuss the merits of msg <laughs> that's a whole
0: other thing. that's a right. whole nother podcast msg is having a resurgence right now it is it's hot right now thanks to david chang um when you're making rice at home, you said you have a really nice rice cooker? Just the
1: Zoe Ricci. Yeah, just the standard. Just the
0: standard Zoe Ricci. <laughs> just,
1: you know, your average fuzzy logic
0: rice cooker. But <laughs> uh, how
1: much does a Zoe Ricci cost?
0: That's not that bad. 120? Yeah. You know? How many gallons does she hold? It can do three cups. I have one of the smaller ones. Three cups. So three cups of rice. uncooked rice. Yeah, uncooked rice, yes, sir. Which
1: will yield six to seven cups or something Around like there. that. Yep, yep. It's amazing though, it's like they Zoirishi really has it locked down. Like there's very, Monopoly. Like, there's yeah. very few competitors when you're looking for a really nice rice hooker. It's like, once in a while, like maybe a Panasonic will creep in there, or a brand you may not know, but it's like, otherwise, it's like, why buy anything other than Zojirushi? And mm-hmm. I still need to figure out why fuzzy logic is so important, but apparently, it's the defining characteristic of good rice cookers. I, I don't even know to, what you're
2: talking about. It has to see how much, I think, is uh, the steam, and how much is coming out, and yeah. then adjusts the cooking. What is fuzzy
0: logic? It's,
1: this, it's a term that's branded on all the Zojirushi rice makers, and it's... A, you i don't know if you know more but as i understand it it's basically a function of how it measures like you said moisture temperature in a way that is specific to the chemistry of rice and it's just like it, it just makes the rice that much better it's not like an undercoat on the chevy on the way out of the dealership <laughs> it adjusts it, like it will adjust itself it makes, itself it makes a big difference so it's, on they've the outcome developed of your rice some type
0: of intelligent technology that yeah. knows when
1: when yeah. the rice
0: is yeah. cooked perfectly when to shut it off
1: when you know, yeah, I think your entry level like fuzzy logic Zoy Rishi, you can get like eighty five, ninety bucks. You know, with like no timer functionality, just basically like cook white and brown, and that's it. Like, mm-hmm. You know, worth it. And then
0: once you have that, do you have like the uh, the bamboo dr- cooling thing? No, I just use straight
2: out of the yeah. out of the cooker. Yeah,
1: you no don't, spoon. So you just don't hand. So you don't it's like <laughs> a bear catching salmon out of the stream. Well, I usually just
2: use this seasoning. I have this salmon kind of like a. It's like a salmon salt type seasoning like From, a furikake kind exactly, of thing yeah. exactly yeah and i just put that so on you there. don't
0: so you'll you won't season your rice with vinegar and sugar no
2: oh just straight for our
0: listeners at home he just straight when yeah. he said That's, no he also put up a hand <laughs> yeah he, he shot a <laughs> laser <laughs> out of his as home. if the very thought of you seasoning rice with sugar and he, vinegar he's
1: picturing you just calling sushi off the board at a restaurant <laughs> in his
0: mind he's like mm. Yeah, it looks like he just cut the vapors, and the room was swimming for him. <laughs> oh, uh. well, I've I've done that before, <laughs> and made sushi rice with the mat. I mean, I've, I've I've, talking about? I've, I've taken what? I've made sushi rice in a rice yes. cooker. I've dumped it out onto a wooden cutting board and flicked the vinegar. I've, at it. <laughs> and I've mixed together rice vinegar and yeah. sugar. Yep. And I've kind of smeared it on there and flipped it around. And my sushi palette is obviously not very advanced, but it. Seem to be oh, taste good to me. What's your I, favorite had, rice to cook with? I haven't really. I've, I've I haven't explored with a lot of rices. I've only done a couple, like the what's it called the something rose.
1: Yeah, Kumiko or something like that. Kumiko rose. Nishiki. Is.
0: There's. Yeah. I've had that. I just ordered one. It was. It's a California organic sushi rice, and I just ordered it on Amazon, but I haven't tried it yet. But the one to try. That's you got a, You fun. got a slammer. You got a big heavy hitter. Tamanashiki.
1: Tamanashiki. Tamanashiki Shiki Supreme or super premium short grain rice, 15 pounds, $35. Not wow. Very reasonable. See, that's the problem with rice buying.
0: You really have to get it in bulk. So, yeah. But I guess but they have smaller bags. You can get okay, smaller okay. bags. Okay. But when you're this. Japanese, you're you're eating rice in bulk. It it makes sense to buy it in bulk. Every day. I I
1: have a rice story if anybody
0: wants <laughs> to hear it. I got a
1: rice story. <laughs> no, when I was going to high school, I grew up in Santa Cruz in
0: <laughs> They show you how big the bag of rice is compared to a human body on Amazon. For <laughs> <laughs> when you plan on carrying the guy guys, just oh, that's that yellow amazing. bag. They sell this at Merakai and, and it's okay. as well. Yeah. What's the brand again? Tamanashiki. Tamanashiki. So Yellow Bag. From your off. From your mouth to God's ears. If you if you want to play with fire, Tamanashiki.
2: Four and a half stars on Amazon, you know, they're
1: never wrong. Try and beat it. Okay, yeah, like the four one-star reviews are just from haters from other rice brands anyway. <laughs> yeah, those are just
0: other rice brand haters.
1: Now, so, let's, um, hear, let's hear this rice story. I would go to San Jose for high school every day, which is like hour away. And there's a big Japanese... There's a little Tokyo in San Jose. It's really big. And my mom was going to traditional Chinese medicine school during that time. And so she would know when the rice had come out for that season. And I'd have to go in little Tokyo on my way back from school and drive and get rice for her and it would be like limit one bag per person or they uh, were sold out for that rice. It's to, like when that rice is season, it was like literally like there was a rush for rice when, when there the, when there's the new, a new rice drops. Uh, when a
0: new line drops at H and M and you yeah, want park out
1: front. Yeah, you don't want to get left
0: with the turquoise spring, rice. spring 2015 it's black and white coming out one per person,
1: please. Yeah, it was. it was. It was crazy. So you would go and just get the one. In a little ride. Tokyo. What and kind it, of rice did your mom get? It was like Japanese short grain rice, I think. Okay. You know, but it would be like I would have the brand written down. i have to go find it and then have to, like, hope somebody would be willing to help me in these little grocery stores. And, mm. But, yeah, so the point of the story was that, like, the... Rice has seasons, and when like rice comes out, it will, you know, like it will come out in the store, and people will know and rush to get it before a certain. Some of it will sell out, and it's like yeah, much like people get really into rice. Produce at the farmers market, yeah, like oh, the totally.
0: first artichokes have arrived of oh, the year.
1: California grapefruits. I mean, it's arguably
2: the most important ingredient in sushi.
0: Yep, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about brown rice?
2: Um, I mean, I I eat it. At a Mexican food restaurant, you know. <laughs>
1: Boom!
2: Yeah. Shots fired. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, uh, you talking about for sushi?
0: Just maybe in general. Just, in, Just general? in general? Yeah,
2: I can be down for brown rice. Yeah, but not usually. I usually stick to never
0: for sushi. Yeah, yeah. never in a roll, like
2: a rose compoio. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Again, shots fired. So do you? So as somebody who is a Obsessive sushi eater who yes. has entered the realm of like what is like for one of the places that you go to that's like a high end place. How much money are you spending on an What are you spending meal? on your
1: birthday meal? You're taking yourself. Yeah, out. you're going on going to big. You're
0: going big. How much are you spending? 150. Okay, 150 per person. Yeah, yeah
2: 150 per person. I mean, that would be going to like Asanebo or Gosmart.
0: Okay, 150, so going maybe big. Yeah. 150. Okay. Do you feel like y- and once you hit that point, everything else is a little, do you find yourself instead of eating sushi, you know, mid-grade sushi a couple times a week, you would rather just save your money and do the high-end thing once once a week or once every two weeks or whatever it is? Or once a month. Or once a month. Yeah, a month. I mean. See, uh,
1: I love I, this answer. It's like, it It so speaks to the quality of the food sometimes we talk about on this podcast. Where it's like, if you're going to buy a steak, eat it once a month and buy a really nice one. Right. I mean, I, to me, it's
2: a, I'd rather, too, I, I feel like if I have more distance sometimes between sushi experiences, they will be more impactful versus going, you know. Yeah. I tried to get, Absolutely. I mean, not tried, I got the, the Sushi Sensei badge on Yelp, and that required me going every day for six days in a row. So, <laughs> which I did, you know, <laughs> right. But by the end of that, you know, it was... Worth it. It was worth it, but it was kind of just wasn't as... Wowing, you know what I mean? Because I just had sushi. I just had sushi. So mm-hmm. I
1: kind of like to have it a little spaced out. So, and when you go, do you feel like you can definitely go by yourself to have one of these meals? For sure. Because you go into such a, a zone. So, sometimes preferred. Preferred. Yeah. Okay. Unless
2: it's with a pro. Yeah. That's
1: well, that's, that's what I pictured. is like in You're never alone when it's like, you and the
0: sushi chef, though.
1: Right. Yeah. That,
2: that's exactly. when it's just us. That's when I can really have, you know. Will you ever eat sushi to table? You mean with other people? Yeah. Um, you know, again, like, like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, like, like a table like this. I mean, again, like if it's just like a, if I'm going I'm taking my kids out or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But not.
0: So when you when you can, sushi bar. always
2: at the sushi bar. Always. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I and mean, also, you that's that's like watching a, a movie from the lobby. You know, I mean, I don't, I just don't. Mm-hmm. You want to be up in there. You know.
1: I, I I really liked when we started off talking about like things, you know, rookie moves, yelling off the board. So, what's your rundown of like advice to people that maybe don't want to necessarily start a sushi journey but be less offensive without knowing that they might be? Yeah. Number or or one. how to ingra- also maybe incorporate how to ingratiate yourself a little bit to a sushi stuff. Number 1, no soy sauce. No soy sauce. Um can't do it, I'm out. Never never out. So-, so I'm gone.
0: <laughs> so, so but the noise the no soy sauce rule applies to when you're going to a place well enough to where they will season things for you already, or the fish quality be will be that, good. or the fish quality is so good that it needs nothing other than rice and sushi and fish. I mean, it begs and the question: Do that you that want make? to go have sushi
2: or do you want to have soy sauce? Mm. Mm. I mean, it's such
0: a mm. powerful,
1: powerful mm. thing, you know. I mean, it, it's
0: it, kind of it reminds me of when I order my sandwiches with extra mayonnaise. Do we want? Do you want to have a sandwich? Do you want a sandwich? Want do you want a health club club or or do you a, just want mayonnaise? Is this simply a vessel to shovel mayonnaise into my hole? Sometimes I don't know the answer to that.
1: <laughs> the lobster debate.
0: Yeah. Um, is it the butter or the so lobster? sorry. I mean, you no, know, I no. Mean, let's I mean, let's I mean, go back to this so place, going this to a good going this. to a good enough place. At first, no, no, no soy. No soy, absolutely. Man, okay. that's, I mean, usually
2: too, the high end spots they'll tell you as they're delivering. No the the soy for this one. No, no sauce. No sauce, but. That's that's a metaphor for the whole meal. I mean, it's Mm. any high end spot. They're not. They're expecting you to not do that. You know, if you show up at a sushi spot and first thing people are just pouring out. I mean, that just means again. Okay, so when you sit
0: down, don't pour soy sauce into your. Don't pour it at all. Don't pour it ever. Yeah, at all. That's not required. The little cup. Is, is a no-no if you're That's trying maybe to... maybe
2: just for like the fish head or, you know, I don't know, some, I don't know like a shrimp head or something.
0: Like no need to mix that wasabi
1: with your soy sauce. In no that need for... Dish. Yeah, don't no.
0: let that be your first move. No. Okay, so when you sit down at a sushi bar and you don't even notice that the soy sauce is there and the, the chef sees that, there's a, also a chance that he'll be giving you better cuts of fish. Absolutely, especially omakase. He knows you're not ruining it. Mm-hmm. So if you if you if he sees you dunking that shit like a like a tater tot in ketchup, he'll be like, eh, I'll give him you know, it doesn't I don't have to give him my we'll
1: start with the crunch roll and then we're gonna <laughs> go. I don't have r- to give wrap him wrap my up A plus material.
0: Yeah. You know, I can you know, he can he can throw I mean, you the scraps. He's arguably hey. right. I mean yeah. And why yeah, yeah, would yeah. he why would he give you the good stuff not when, a big move when you could walk in the door a half an hour later and he really wants to impress you because he knows that you really know sushi, and then he's like, oh, shit, I just gave that joker my last amazing piece of Toro or whatever it is.
1: Now, do you, you've probably got some Japanese vocabulary, right? I speak sushi, yes. Yeah, so, so <laughs> you'll sit down and hit him with some, some language that lets him know that you came to play. Exactly. Or <clears throat> the fact that,
2: you know, if, I mean, one thing, too, most people will show up right when they open, okay? So if you're going to go for a su- serious sushi lunch... You're there as soon as they 11, open. 11 a.m. Probably. Yeah, let's, let's say Ghost Mart, for instance. I mean, that whole experience takes about an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, They're only open for like two hours. Right. So, you know, if you miss, if you come in at one, right. he's already, he's way down on his whole routine. It's going to gonna come out fast, you're going to miss some stuff. You're going to miss a bunch of the best stuff. Yeah. So, oh, wow. You know, How getting there, there pro, early. So
1: many pro tips, so much inside baseball here, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Trying so, it,
0: So if it's a place that you respect go there right when it opens
1: right when it opens which makes
0: perfect sense you get the pick of the litter and you get to kind of get the you get to establish
2: your rapport you get to get in that mood with them see where they're at um, mm-hmm. He's, and they know you're serious i mean you know ghost that place is usually a line by the time they open you know so you have to be there to even be seated there's only 10 seats
0: so where is Gosmart in l.a
2: canoga park
1: Canoga Park.
0: Canoga Park. All right. that, to so, me, that's
2: the closest to Jiro you're going to get in the U.S. is Mart. So Arguably better on certain levels. <laughs> so only open for lunch. And dinner. They do dinner as okay, well. Okay, they do a lunch and a dinner. you got to get there at 6 right when they open. Ten
0: seats, bar only.
2: They have one table, but that is so so sad. Anytime, most people yeah. don't even. They just walk in. When they see the seats are filled, they just... Right, right,
0: right right. they have one table that's just for if you have a wheelchair or something yeah yeah or like yeah. you
2: know you bring the kids yeah <laughs> or they need right, to right, fold right.
1: napkins so they have like <laughs> yeah that's a table where that's the... where they
0: fold the napkins yeah.
2: and that's a place with no menu um, no mm-hmm. prices um, there's just a board so people can call certain things but the way to do it goes you just let him riff
1: and will it be uh, will you tell them you're gonna start with a 10 piece or a 15 piece no, that's or not it's... even damn
2: that's not even an option you, you just you sit just, down you just
1: bow and, and grunt, yes. and it begins. You yes. take off your samurai swords and you hang them up <laughs> as you walk in, and then you sit mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. So he knows you're not you a hang threat. Your kimono on the rack. Yeah. And off
0: you go. So, and for lunch, is it cheaper for lunch than dinner? Yes, a little bit. Yes,
2: and he won't do as many pieces usually. Okay, your standard, I'd say, lunch on mikase is probably ten to fifteen pieces. Dinner, i want to say, average fifteen to twenty.
0: Damn, I need. I want to go. Hits. Just and when you're when you're there, are you drinking alcohol sometimes usually not. I usually only drink when I work, but yeah you, you know. <laughs> well, man, we're we're in the right business huh? <laughs> <laughs> I only drink when I work, thank you very much, okay. I'm not an animal <laughs>
1: so great. <good. laughs> It's true. Uh, hey, music biz. Oh, if no, you no. were okay, this is great. It's, it's like such. A, I'm so excited to do this. So, if you were to drink, when would you start drinking? If like you're gonna order a small, really I nice mean, you bottle know, of sake, and or I would. Yes, uh, Will you start with it? I usually drink halfway halfway with beer with sushi. Especially yeah. in Japan, I'll drink beer okay. with sushi. Are you a Sapporo
0: um, man or a Kirin man? Uh, Sapporo, Sapporo. Good answer. Yeah. Um.
1: So halfway through, or like? Yeah, maybe halfway through or? because I feel like
2: you don't want to. I mean. I feel all like your palate, yeah, your palate is important, yeah. you know. I mean, it's, you, you definitely want to. And also, too, I think the, the, the tempo of the meal. I think for a yeah. sushi to go correctly, you need space in between it, um, the pieces. It just can't be. Yeah. I mean, I'm almost disgusted when I'll order you know, an omakase. I've been to a lot of the Pasadena spots recently just to check them out. <laughs> and it's I order the omakase, and they bring a whole plate out, and it's all the pieces in front of me.
1: Right. That is uh,
2: even. It's just kind of. it's my rookie level
1: sushi. That is not. I, I would be very surprised if I ordered like a, a prefix mm-hmm. at any restaurant or an omakase at a sushi restaurant and just dropped in my lap. Dude, it, it, it kills, like, kills whoa, my vibe. Whoa, whoa, there's no ordering whoa, whoa. at
2: that point. There's no sequencing. You're just choosing your own adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no again distance between. And then in a half an fish. hour,
0: you, your last piece of sushi will be kind of tired Lowering. and yeah, and starting to look a little pale and weird. Yeah, it's just not that's that's not the right I think way. the whole point of the omakase or I I'm, I forget which chef said it it was like Eric Repair or or Balut or some somebody saying like the key to a great restaurant and a great meal at a restaurant is only give them only give them enough food to where they still want one like they wish they had one more bite of it. Yeah. And that way they'll keep coming back for more and they'll never be they'll always want more of it and that's exactly what happens with a proper omakase meal like you they drop the first two pieces of fish and you look at them and they look so pretty and you take the time to you know like inspect the fish see how beautiful it looks see how well it's cut and you know you eat the first bite and then you close your eyes and you're like oh so and you eat the other one and then you kind of (laughs) sit there like a like a dog in front of the in front of the kibble bowl waiting for his master to pour to pour you up, and you're sitting there just like, I want to eat more, I want to eat more, holy shit, I want to eat more, and then they, boom, they drop it at the exact, you know, like, five minutes and 48 seconds later, they have the exact timing, and they're like, here's the next
1: round of sushi, and you're like, oh, God. So so what you're telling me is that all you can eat Korean barbecue somehow is not following repair <laughs> on Twitter right now. <laughs> no, they miss that all... You know,
0: different strokes for different folks. There, I mean, obviously there's different ways around it, but it, it really... And when they when they string you along like that with those two pieces of fish at a time or one piece of fish at a time, and you can last... You can go two hours of eating those pieces of fish and you won't... You will be so kind of sublime and excited and warm feeling and and, like, satisfied that you won't even know that you're full. You don't care that you're full. Like, you don't even realize that you've but, been eating for two hours. You're just like, completely. holy shit, I hope. Is there going to be more? Like, he hasn't even dropped the uni yet. Oh, my God.
1: But the attention, to, the attention to the services, like the places we're talking about, when you're talking about a sushi bar that has ten seats or eight seats, I mean, they that connection that you speak of with, with the chef in front of you, it doesn't exist outside of something like that. I mean, you can say like maybe Ludo bites with their small bar, like in front and you're looking at them as the dishes are coming out, but he has the time because of the lack of people he's serving to notice the tempo and to be able to balance that and move through that. It's like, I mean, it, it, it really is a complete system in their ability to give mm. you that kind of service and that experience. If it wasn't, that's that small and controlled. Who wouldn't be able to give you? Or the if perfect. you couldn't, or if you couldn't hand it to you. Mm. I mean, if you literally have to wait two minutes for the server to be in front to grab the food to take it out. I mean, like the 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 ability that lack of any kind of barrier he's making it and it's handed to you to eat it's I mean it's like sitting that in a window for five minutes that kind of control for Stephanie to come get and, you more sake and then bring it to your right. table and five minutes is not a big deal but it is when you're talking about it's this a, kind of experience that we're describing five minutes is
0: an omakase eternity yeah exactly <laughs> you're done you're throwing you know, that fried avocado on the wall what is the point um lately. I mean, obviously, you probably don't have a favorite cut of fish. You might. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I feel like it probably varies. Probably not, yeah.
2: There's too many. I love them all.
0: Um, what, in the last recent amount of time, has been like your single best bite of sushi that you can remember?
2: I want to have to say sardine. Ah, okay. Japanese sardine, which is not at a lot of spots, but... That's kind of one of my litmus tests if it's a high-end place to see how the sardine is.
0: Okay, and is that the one? Is that the one where they kind of like diagonally drape like three or four little sardine fillets with the skin on? No, this is just a rice?
2: straight sardine cut. Just
1: and usually it's spiny. It, it's boned. It is. It's like filleted. It's yes, not, it's filleted. Yeah. Yes.
0: So the, is this with no rice? It's with or, rice. Yeah. So like on a top nigiri, of, like a nigiri with yeah. just one deboned sardine on top. Beautiful Japanese sardine. Yep. And, that, and that's and if they have that really down, then you know that they take themselves seriously.
1: And that's legit.
2: I mean, octopus, another one. You can tell. You know, if an octopus is chewy, it's bad news. That just means they didn't prepare it mm-hmm. long enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that, if that whale meat has a little tang to it, you know that <laughs> maybe you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> um, here's a question. Question from the floor. Um, <clears throat> maybe not yourself, but obviously you're, you're running in a group of, of sushi connoisseurs. Mm-hmm. Is there in the sushi palette for the sushi masters? Is there just something that is really highly regarded that people will not like in that way? Like uni, I mean, probably. I, I mean, was gonna, I was going to say I'm not a fan of uni. Uh, I'm also not. I'm, I also don't have that sushi palette. But it's like to me, uni is very often lost on me. But can because all it takes is
2: one bad uni experience, and then you're just over it for yeah. life most people
1: mm-hmm. so but you could could you imagine somebody who really does love and appreciate sushi maybe there's just that one cut that they they will not enjoy they won't fr- send back or maybe, make a big maybe deal out of fish but, liver but like
2: monk some, fish liver yep sometimes one. i can throw people for a loop because um, i've had
0: i love eating liver and i've had monkfish liver at places where i was like not not, into
2: not a fan yeah, I would. But I would say uni would be not my number one answer.
0: Yeah, are you an uni fan?
2: I do like uni. Yes, um, it's not my top favorite, but I've uh, and I can appreciate why people don't like it. Because when I first had uni, I didn't like it, but then I had it at a bunch of nice places, mm-hmm. and then that kind of changed my opinion. When I had it at Giro, I mean, it was amazing. The best I had. Same for
0: me. Sarah. Yeah, let's talk about your let's talk about your Giro meal.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Did you go to the original one? Or we two? went to the
2: son's restaurant. We had tried to go to the dad's, but it's ever since the movie came out, it's uh, almost impossible. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and um, I'm actually bringing up the list right now. Um, hold on a second.
1: And uh, if people don't know, there is a documentary called Jiro Dreams of Sushi, mm-hmm. which probably is what at one point was on Netflix for free, might still be. Oh, uh, yeah, it's still uh, on Netflix. Yeah, but it's, great, it's a documentary, a about, great uh, documentary about... Great uh,
0: documentary about sushi. And, and, I, and
2: I wrote down the order. I was going to share that with you guys. Oh, yes. Amazing.
0: And also a great documentary. I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, if you are listening to a food podcast that you've sought out, you've probably seen this documentary already. Yes. I would imagine um, so. If but not, see if you it. haven't. It's great, in, even uh, a good movie about hard work and dedication. Even if you about don't know about sushi,
1: about an artist, about anything, it yeah. really is as much uh, about the way striving the, for the perfection. The Japanese
0: old-fashioned work ethic that you know, a lot of people have different opinions on. You know, it's and it's a sad story and an amazing story and all that shit, but uh, often regarded as best res- best sushi restaurant in the world by a lot of people. And you had the pleasure of eating there. How long ago?
2: That was uh, just last year. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then also, think of how many people who saw that movie who don't give a shit about sushi, but they're just like,
1: "We gotta try this place. Okay, it looks great.
0: This, is, this stuff's pretty good." And then like, uh, and you're like, "Yeah, I damn mean,
1: it." He must. They must have to service a whole new clientele of people since that movie came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. How do you say "bro" in yeah. Japanese? <laughs> How do you how do you say um what is best? How do you
0: say startup, bro? Uh, okay. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, so let's, let's let's take a walk it, through. Yeah, this is going to be um this is going to come to a nice pod conclusion. We'll wrap it up with a step-by-step insider's look of the Jiro menu experience. And there's a few things
2: in here Interior, that that, time. that you're going to find some com- I found some commonalities with other high-end omakase uh meals. Okay. And that is there being a similar ordering, especially the ending. I want to say the ending that happened at Jiro is commensurate with many other endings I've had uh, at different other spots. Okay. All First, happy. <laughs> it works. It works. First piece we have was Flounder. Very nice, you know, smooth beginning, I want to say.
1: Flounder. Uh, um, so is this... Some of this nigiri, fun? some of this not nigiri, some of this... this is all right. nigiris. All Only nigiris. Nigiri. Only yeah. nigiri. Okay. So, so flounder
0: is like the thin, small bottom fish, like a halibut kind of thing. Yes, white. Okay. Yes, white Never fish. had a flounder. Okay.
2: Second was squid, raw squid. Absolutely fantastic. Number three was the scallop. Mm-hmm. Also, again, phenomenal. And uh,
0: what? How is the? And or how are these seasoned? Are they all kind of seasoned? These are all pretty. These very minimal okay.
2: seasoning. I want to say the first three. None. Okay. He has. They have a thing they sell there. It's kind of like a sushi sauce that they. Yeah, I've, I've seen
0: on yeah where they kind of paint it on yeah, on certain they, cuts of fish.
2: They sell that at Jiro. Oh, wow. So you can buy that there.
0: That's like his, his uh, Casey masterpiece. Yes. If you will. Exactly. That's his donkey sauce. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> uh, piece number four was the lean tuna. Okay. Number five, the medium fat, uh, medium fatty tuna. Hmm. Six was which one of my favorites the uh, sardine. Mm. 7 was a uh, shellfish, clam. Um 8 was jack mackerel. Mhm. Absolutely phenomenal piece. Uh 9 was salmon roe. That's one piece on the topic you were saying was something to kind of throw people yeah, off. Yeah, I'm not a huge <laughs> salmon roe
0: fan. yeah But me
2: either. It was still it was I'm sure I would love it at this your This is large roe. This is large. Yeah, fish the big eggs. red yeah. fish eggs. Uh, number ten was the shrimp. Eleven was a marinated
0: mackerel. Absolutely. Question same. on the shrimp. Yep. Yes, sir.
1: They're probably the same. Did
0: I'm assuming there was not a fried head accompanying it. No. Okay. Was it cooked? No. 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 Raw shrimp. Yeah. So the amayabi served raw, tail on. Tail on. Okay. No. No head. No head. What do you think, Giro? Does with all those heads? Probably makes soup.
2: Yeah, I better uh,
0: family meal. And
2: a little lunch for the employees. You know? Because
0: because uh, when I when I get on my Ebby out of r- sushi restaurant and they give you the fried heads on the side, you get real excited. That's a huge guilt. It's not even a guilty pleasure. I like. It's one of my favorite things to eat.
2: At Austin they'll they'll give you the miso soup right after. So as soon as you order that sushi, they'll put in a soup and give it to you. Oh.
0: Yeah. Really so they dish. so they'll use that head as a shrimp broth for the miso soup. Exactly. Wow. So smart. Yeah, it's great. Okay. So after the Amayabi...
2: then we went to so it was marinated, the shrimp. the marinated mackerel. Marinated mackerel number 12 was the uni. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Mm. But my favorite piece of the whole meal was number 13, which was the smoked bonito. Mm. Oh. which it was a smoked again preparation. Mm. Okay. Stunning. And now to the ending, um, the last two pieces. Piece number fourteen, eel. Fifteen, tamago. There. Ah yeah, uh, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. finished nice with it. And the, you see that? Yeah. I mean, I
2: I feel like those two pieces. I I always feel like it's almost like dessert. You know, right. like like a yeah. really nice uh, eel, like a nago. It just tastes like. And the candy, eel you know? that he
0: did is u- is usually the the same preparation. How it's it's cooked and then has a has a sauce. sweet, salty sauce, brown sauce on it. Eel sauce? Yes, exactly. Kind of like a Japanese hoisin or whatever. Mm. Nice glaze on there. Yeah, that and I whenever I will order sushi, I usually have tamago as my last bite as well. Yes. Because it is it is almost like dessert.
2: So if you're gonna simulate Jiro, maybe back to one of the earlier questions, like (coughs) are you gonna go in and order? I'd say do a similar if you do a similar path to that. You're going to I mean, at least that, that part will be similar.
0: Okay. So start with some mild early stuff. Whitefish. I mean, usually goes
2: smart. Same thing. He's going to start with the whitefish and yep. then
0: work your way into some red tunas. Mm-hmm. First lean, then some fatty and then some, then some interesting mackerel. Yeah. And then sardines. like the shrimps,
2: the unis, then, then it's stunt time. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What was your day? Uh, the day of the meal, what was like? Did you get up in the morning and um, <laughs> meditate, and then run two miles and not eat lunch? It like, felt, what, no, I didn't eat anything. What yeah, day, yeah, what was the day yeah, like? It, 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 it was
2: twelve table. o'clock noon. We're in Tokyo. You know, we got there the night before. We actually had our plane scheduled so we had an extra night just to make sure. Yes, anything went wrong, we're still. If, any,
0: if there are any cancellations, you wouldn't miss your appointment, your reservation. It was almost this is more important affiliated. than the gig sushi eating
2: right here. <laughs> <laughs> but. I went with D Styles, uh, DJ Nobody, No Can Do, Teebs, and Teebs Girls. So we had a posse. Down right. there. We took up almost the whole restaurant. They only have nine seats, so we took up six of them. But yeah, man, it was. I was so. Uh, so excited. when his son walked out, we were we got there early. We got yeah. there like twenty minutes early, just kind of looking around, stretching. The son walks <laughs> out, and dude, I I've, I've almost never been more starstruck. That's awesome. Really? Yeah, That's I was. Awesome. I couldn't. I was just kind of freaked out. I just. You know, when like I looked at Dave, we got very, very yeah, yeah. giddy. Yeah, very giddy. I, I felt very anxious. I usually don't feel that feeling, and I.
0: Yeah.
2: It was, uh, and just you know, we want to make sure on our p's and q's. You know, and I sat next to Dave and D. He was just making a mess. We actually, it it was really intense in there. We the the sun actually like punched one of his employees in front of us.
1: Um, because, what? Yes. Because How is this? Why bearing the lead, guys? <laughs>
2: because basically, Fuck. they will not allow one grain of rice to be. Out, Like after it's eaten and the plate and the whole area has to be completely immaculately clean. So I was doing my best to, you know, use I was using chopsticks and yeah, Dave mm-hmm. was trying to go very traditional with his hands, making a mess. I mean, it was just like <laughs> every piece was just like, I mean, shrapnel everywhere. And the guy wasn't cleaning up fast enough, you know,
0: oh. so he tripped oh,
2: yeah. collateral damage, yeah. So
0: that's awesome.
2: But I gave it to... I mean, Dave was making a mess. I felt bad for the guy. Yeah,
0: he was doing his best, but he couldn't keep up with his, with his messy ass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow.
1: That is, that is yeah, amazing Yeah, I
0: imagine the energy when it's just you and your friends in there and nobody else, and it's just you're experiencing that. It must be like a very interesting energy. Oh, it was awesome. And
2: we were all... You know, it's going down the line. You know, they're giving peace. And then you're kind of watching... I was at the end of the line, so I got to watch yeah. each reaction.
0: Bring up the rear. Yeah. Do you think he could tell that you were the you were the guy out of the group? Probably.
2: Yeah. Probably. Do
0: you think he was sliding you some better cuts? I hope so. <laughs> could you Could you tell just by looking at two different pieces of sushi which one is the better one?
1: Probably.
2: By the marbling, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Depends what what kind of
1: cut. Mm-hmm. Now, in your uh, the the little off topic. But I just wanted to, it was one of the notes I definitely wanted to get to. In your circle of of sushi connoisseurs and people you talk to, recognize at restaurants, how with the Fukushima plant and the radiation that has happened in that area, and also just the, is there a discussion about that? And is, what's the discussion of, you know, the increase in general mercury levels in, in, in fish around the world? Is well,
2: it, my, my sushi uh, cult that I run with, yeah. I mean, it's all musicians. Yeah. So these are all dudes who fly, yeah. all over the world, and it's my understanding that you'll catch more radiation on a flight, okay. You know, over the yeah, Atlantic, yeah. uh, then you're gonna do eating, ten years worth of sushi. Yeah. So we just try mm-hmm. to keep it all in perspective.
1: No, that's the that's the te- that's the look. I was I was wondering like what what the mind space. The rationalization. Is the- <laughs> no, not the rationalization, <laughs> but really the mind space of like of, of the conversation, because you can hear any of those reports. Yeah, uh, you know from the outside but like people involved in, in appreciating and, and the love of it you know and and that is that's a it's, it's worth dying a, for it's man a great answer. yeah I, I, I feel
0: like once you're in that Get deep, fish your diet, trying. you don't even think
1: like uh, you're you're you're
0: far beyond any of that you know and caring about right. any of that stuff it's it's like when you're you know a professional skateboarder and you break your ankle every six months and you're ruining your body you're like at this point I'm, you know, I'm so committed to this that I don't yeah. care about it, whatever it is, you know. And I'm the same way, like mercury, whatevs, man, bring it on. Yeah, I can handle it. Love mercury. I got, I got, a, <laughs> I practically love the stuff. <laughs> 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 well, that's that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, it's great, it's perfect. And if we don't keep eating that fish, someone I'll, else is gonna eat it. I mean, you know,
2: I don't know. I mean. I think that there's ways to have sustainable sushi. I've read a bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all down for that, you know. Um, but also, I think the experience I'm trying to I'm trying to have at a sushi restaurant it's not possible within those uh, confines. Mm-hmm. And it's about, I guess it's you know, the, I know what I'm signing up for, you know. So yeah, it's, um, I'm aware.
0: I like it. Well, after this, I'm gonna. We definitely need to make a trip over to little Osaka and get a little 40 Kariko,
2: I mean Kariko, also Asanabo has a pretty reasonable like it's like $60 or 60 or $70 lunch omakase mm-hmm. Asanabo I mean they just got the number one restaurant in the last Zagat survey like overall all restaurants Wow. Um, and it's very gourmet they do appetizers there as well like uh, squid ink risotto stuff mm-hmm. like that they have a crab claw tempura that is one of the most best things I've ever had Whoa. in my life absolutely stunning. And one last thought for you, which can maybe be another podcast someday, mm. is that in Japan now, of course high-end sushi like Jiro's, you know, very hard to get into these spots, reservations, but the world of high-end tempura is even in higher what Demand. the
1: fuck just happened? <laughs>
2: really? Yes. I love
1: tempura. And there is
2: high. There's a high-end tempura spot <laughs> down in uh, Torrance and the uh, Mitsuo Marketplace in the in the plaza. Oh yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It's absolutely stunning. It's not cheap. So like it's the same prices you expect to pay for sushi.
0: Really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So like the More expensive sometimes. skin in the game. So like the the high level. Of sushi world exists in the tempura world as well. Trump
2: tempura trumps sushi in Japan for high end.
1: Just fucking it up. And is it? Does this also involve the ingredients, Same. the cost of ingredients, and then the quality, and that? So that's so what's what it, and the, in the, the, the timing and the and the omakase because they do omakase tempura there.
0: What are what are some of like the crazy things that you're there tempuraing? Or is it the standard everything, stuff? Everything,
2: yeah, everything. Every kind of vegetable, every kind of fish, every kind same. of meat you can imagine. It all, It's all possible. Wow.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Well, that really is a whole other That's podcast. That's
1: fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, what's what's that place called in Torrance? It's uh, in the Marikai In the Marikai, Marikai No, it's market. not Marikai. It's
2: at Mitsua. The Mitsua oh, yeah. uh, marketplace right I mean, there in Torrance on Western and Carson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you can go buy some... Octopus DVDs. Get you know it at Carson. <laughs> get it, get, you yeah.
2: get your Tama nishiki rice. Mm-hmm. And you're good. Yeah,
0: grab your fifteen-pound bag of rice and then have America's best tempura as well. Amazing. They have um, some spots downtown
2: in uh, Little Tokyo as well. High end.
0: I've really had
1: no idea about that. This is literally the first I've heard, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Which is amazing. You guys you have some like discovering that. to do because it's very, yeah. very good. It's yes. So good. You guys will Crazy. be blown away. Yeah,
0: you Probably don't feel quite as good after an omakase of tempura as you do with some raw fish. <laughs> 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 A little higher up on the calorie count. But hey, what are you going to do? Cheat uh, day cheat day um well thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate it thank you for having me um, it was fantastic thank people, you people uh people want to find you on social media and stuff
2: uh twitter.com slash daddy um that's usually where i'm at instagram and your yelp daddy is Kev.
0: a secret yelp secret yelp that you don't promote
2: that i don't promote yes. Nice. i go i go by philip jeffries on there philip j yeah, so if you ever see that that's beautiful ah. i've reviewed almost every sushi place in los
0: angeles Amazing. All the ones worth going to. Anyone worth their uh worth their soy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean there's also
2: you know, and again too on the topic of good sushi, I mean, you know, Gosmart, Kuriko, and then my other my favorite local spot is Nishiya, which is in Glendale. Like kind of north north Glendale.
0: Yes. But
2: uh, I've been there once. Yeah, very I thought I think that's a good, you know, mid mid grade training. Right, I just kinda want to get in here and, you know, do it quick, you know. Mm-hmm. It won't break your.
0: One man's mid grade is another man's New Year's Eve. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate it. You could, I appreciate it too. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, all that stuff, at them jeans and the stewpodcast.com has all of our episodes. You can subscribe on iTunes if you already haven't. Tell a friend. Give us a nice rating and review. That's all we ask. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Say bye, Andre. Bye.